This episode, we're featuring Brian Masire. Brian's a digital strategist over at Scale Consulting, which is the company where Jake Dunlop is the CEO at. Brian works with sales and marketing leaders every day to help them leverage LinkedIn, and in particular now AI, to help grow their companies. I got introduced to Brian from Steve, who was on our first episode. And when I checked out Brian's profile, I loved the fact that he was doing a 30 days of practical use of AI. I know you'll get a ton of value out of this conversation, especially around how you can practically use AI in all the different tools throughout the sales and marketing space. Hope you enjoy the episode. Cool, guys. So welcome to the, uh, the AI Sales Revolution podcast. Super pumped to have you today on, Brian. You're from Scale Consulting. Um, yeah, super pumped to have you. Thanks for joining. Yeah, man. I'm really excited to be here. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no problem. I think I think I got in. I kind of found out of, um, about you through Steve, who was on the first episode. And he told me to like look out and yep. check out your profile, and I saw you making thirty days of, you know, AI tools and how to actually use it. And I think it's so helpful for people in the sales community and community at large. Like, okay, there's AI out there and there's ChatGPT, yep. but like, how do we actually use it? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Steve's a great guy. Obviously, I like him a lot. We had a chance to work uh, hand in hand for quite a while between our two companies at the time. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. So, um, and you know, with what he's doing over at Reggie AI, uh, I think he's a perfect person to be over there for sure. So yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, the, the, for me, mm. the amount of choices of how you can implement AI, uh, you know, quickly overwhelmed me to the point where I was like, okay, yeah. hold on. you know, how many, how many different TikTok? And truthfully, for me, it's been TikTok. Um, yeah. How many different TikTok? video after video after video of course now that's all it gives me right it's just like i'm just it's just it's just chat gpt after one after the other but yeah. there's so much good stuff coming up that i started figuring out like well, I, I gotta put a notion page together right i have to put a notion so i can mm -hmm. get over i can get all my notes in, in order and stuff like that and then i was like okay hold on if i'm doing this i should probably just time out and start sharing the journey with other people yeah and that's ultimately how i got to the idea of doing the 30 day i've done similar things like that before on linkedin um, it, it holds me accountable. I actually have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I end up learning mm. more along the way. And I'm always just really honest with people that, look, it's, I'm not saying I have this nailed. I could have a different opinion next week, but hey, come on along with yeah. me the journey. You're going to learn as I do. If I find something new, I'm going to share it with you guys and vice versa. And we'll get there together, which to me is the most mm. fun way to do it. You know, it's, I don't have to be the expert in order to start sharing. And that's a great yeah. lesson for anybody on LinkedIn yeah. is, yeah. You don't have to be an expert to get on there and start sharing your story, you know? Yeah. Well, now that makes total sense. And I think everyone's doing a discovery piece right now, but like, you know, just yeah. the more practical, you've shared so many practical ways to use it. And we'll dive into that later on as well. Like how do people yeah. start using it right now? Just so, because I think a lot of people are, who I've chatted to have just, you know, they've just pulled it up and they've just used it, like asked a generic question and they've been like, oh, this kind of sucks. Like what are the yeah. top 10 ways to be healthy? And then, <laughs> but this isn't actually how you lose, use the tool. It requires some skill. Like, you know, it's not doing everything. It's not some, yes. it is a magic trick, but it's not a magic trick. It requires a bit of curating. Um, just before we get into it. So if, did you want to give us a bit of background at yourself? So digital strategist um, at Scale Consulting. Um, like, what are you doing there? What do you focus on? And then how is AI kind of um, melding into that? Because you guys, obviously, you're not an AI vendor, but you've been using AI extensively in your role when you're dealing with salespeople. Yeah, absolutely. So Scale Consulting is a sales consulting um, firm, and they've been around for about 10 years, started by a guy named uh, Jake Dunlap. And yeah. uh, he came- I think everyone's probably heard of Jake. <laughs> Jake, yeah, Jake uh, is, uh, comes from a long line of sales yeah. himself. And, you know, in 2018 or so, he'd been doing the company before that. 2018, he really, there's a cool video of him and Gary V together. And uh, oh, wow. Jake is saying in the video, like, 
yeah, I kind of figured out, you know, that I, I needed to stop with all these sort of not canned, but salesy type LinkedIn uh, pitches. And it mm. really was more personal. And yeah. I started putting more personal sales, like you were talking about action items out there. Yeah. And it really took off for him. And Gary V's answer on the video is like, I hear you. Yes. And, and the answer is more like, he was just like more Jake and Jake is really yeah. not that he needed Gary V to tell him that, but he uh, has been doing more with that. And, you know, now, Several years later, Jake's at 70,000 followers on LinkedIn and climbing fast. Yeah. And, and yeah. that comes strictly from his his background and just, you know, sort of putting in the work, putting in the day-to-day -day work mm. on LinkedIn. So anyway, in that process, he also started helping other people. The LinkedIn part of our uh, company started to grow a little bit more. Yeah. Eventually, I came on. I was hired on uh, initially to do more or less copywriting. So I was working with CEOs and executives, and I was helping them copyright for LinkedIn, yeah. ghostwriting and things like yeah. that. That has since grown and expanded. Now I work with full-size sales teams of all different level uh, companies at different yeah. places. Um, and, but I also still work hand in hand with uh, um, a select amount of executives where mm. I may not only be copywriting or ghostwriting for them, but I actually may be interacting as them on LinkedIn and different things like that. So it really just depends on how deep you go and, and what services uh, people yeah. are looking for. But I kind of cover the gamut now as, as far as LinkedIn. So yeah, for two, two plus two, two years, almost two years, may I guess will be two years. Um, I've been yeah. focused strictly on LinkedIn and LinkedIn strategy and doing that mm -hmm. through scale consulting. Yeah, awesome. Now that that sounds super interesting. I've just joined, been on the LinkedIn personal growth journey myself, trying to grow my brand for the past month, and I've really, really enjoyed it. So much stuff just comes out of it, out of nowhere because it's like we've never had a platform like before. You know, I can't remember in society right where you have access to so many like top level people in their field. And they're just open to talk to you. Like you, you just reach out. Like yeah. you just, I, I've just pinged like people who are like, I've caught up with the yeah. CEO of like a hundred person company. I'm like, just asking them questions. And they're like, happy to answer. I'm like, when else in history has this happened? When else do you get this you access? Know, you say that too. And it's like, here's the funny thing, right? Or so here's the thing that we kind of already know. And it, it applies to sales too, which is mm. that. Number one, people love talking about themselves and their successes. Not in a, Especially in a, salespeople. <laughs> yeah. But like, not, not in a, you know, in a, a bad way, but like, who doesn't love being approached? I don't know who, maybe some people don't, don't love being approached. And somebody says, you know, I really appreciate the way you, you do this, or I love your post about this, that, or the other, yeah. the way you reached out to me. And you said, you know, mm -hmm. I'd love to hear more about that. More than likely that human element of it is going to be like, sure. I'd love to share with your journey. I'm proud of what I've done. I'd love to share mm -hmm. it with other people. Sure. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. So you're right. Your LinkedIn is unique in your ability to reach directly through past multiple, multiple gatekeepers yeah. to the yeah. direct person you might want to talk to. And people mistakenly yeah. think that's always the CEO. If I could just talk to the CEO, CEO doesn't make those decisions, <laughs> not the ones you care about. Probably you need to be yeah. talking about the CFO, the CMO, the CRO, somebody, probably not the CEO. They'll probably give you their time funny enough, but they're probably also going to tell you like, Oh, I don't like, I have a team. I have people who do yeah. that, you know, they come up with the decision. So I always yeah. think that's funny that, um, when I'm working with CEOs and I'm, I'm looking at their DMS and things like that, how many people are pitching to the CEO? And I'm like, yeah. unless you have a CEO product, that's going to directly help them. You're, you're probably yeah. going to the wrong person. I, mean, I was going to say, I, I just hired a head of strategy and operations. And so all, a lot of my vendor conversations are going to him now. Like It's not going to me. And, I, and then I, I'm asking him, do you think we should do it? And he's like, yeah. no. 
And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll hold it back for a couple of months. So he's, he's making the decisions for me, which I've found, which makes a lot of sense. So yeah. let's maybe dig into the, the AI part of things. So yeah, you, you know your stuff on LinkedIn, which is awesome. But I think, as you mentioned, copywriting and AI, it's probably going to superpower this. <laughs> Most yes. likely you're probably experiencing it now from your videos, I can see. So maybe you want to start off with, if you could tell a couple of maybe use cases or stories about like how this is actually working right now and the tools that you know, you've implemented or you've seen sales teams or suggested they implement. Yeah, I mean, uh, wow, uh, it has been, you're like, you're right, it's been like a, like a powder keg in the last just yeah. a few months. I mean, I was fully aware of ChatGPT um, coming online before that, Dolly yeah. 2. I think that was yeah. a lot of people's like first taste of like, holy crap, like, yeah. <laughs> holy yeah, crap. Yeah, this, is, you this know? is making a change. Yeah, I, I think I'll always kind of remember sitting at the kitchen table and pulling over my laptop and showing my 12-year-old daughter and being like, <laughs> come look at this. And know what yeah. was really cool about that, actually? I'll tell you a quick side story on that yeah. with Dolly 2. And I think this kind of goes across the board. My daughter, like any 12-year-old, has an amazing imagination. And yeah. just it's embedded, right? We lose it as adults. It gets muted in, in, in stuff. Um, and you, you live in a world of grays and, and finances and things happen as an adult. Mm. But as a 12-year-old, you don't have that. And I had already created several pictures. And I was like, look, you can do this and that or whatever. Mm. I mean, from the get-go, my daughter was already putting in better prompts than I could yeah, have wow. ever thought about and creating wow. better, more interesting photos of ice cream trucks and, and, and yeah. with elephants. And I was like blown <laughs> away. And I just had this amazing, you know, dad experience of sitting next to my daughter yeah. who was putting in these amazing prompts. And I was like, she gets it. She gets yeah. it. And so it gave me that, that feeling of like, man, I can't. I can't wait for kids to get their hands on this because they're so much better than we are as adults, you know? Um, so that was my early on experience of it, like a lot of people. And I was like, uh, things have changed. In fact, I have a post from back then where I was like, can you feel it? Like the world mm. has changed, you know, yeah. people are like, whatever, you know, this is like, I think, I think that that happened to me. I didn't actually get to use Dali, but that happened to me when I started using chat GPT probably a yeah. week after it came out that, and yeah. I was like, that, that was like an oh shit moment. And then we'll talk about some of the use cases as well. Yeah. And I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I'll be 45 next, uh, in, a, in about a month. Um, we're about the time this probably mm -hmm. comes out. And so, you know, for me, I've lived through, I graduated in 2000 from uh, the University of Georgia. You know, we were doing things with the internet, obviously, at that time. It wasn't like it didn't exist or whatever. But like, as mm -hmm. a kid, I was on bulletin board systems, uh, which was the early advent of the internet, where you had to literally dial up between computers and you had a, you had yeah. a phone book. And my, my, Friends, my preteen friends and I would have these phone books and call these local numbers to dial up one specific page and it would answer and it would load like this, you know, down the yeah. page. And we were like, this is blowing our minds. I can remember my yeah. mom uh, doing a, you know, way back, you know, doing a, um, a hospital, uh, um, hotel reservation on Prodigy. Mm. And a lot of people know what Prodigy is if they're old enough. And she did it and like over the internet on a dial up on a 24, you know, uh, 2400 modem. And uh, she was like, no way that worked. Picks up the phone and calls the hotel. And they're like, yeah, we have your reservation. Now we, we think about that and we're like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like at the time, my mom was blown away. And these are these times in our lives <laughs> where we thought like, oh, things have changed. My mom yeah. in the 90s, made a hotel reservation over prodigy like forget about mm. it things have changed you know and obviously iphones mm. and all the things we've gone through and we've lived through in our lives so when when something like a dolly came out and you realize the power of it the natural yeah. language part of it and then chat gpt obviously more recently in like november 
um, yeah, you realize like, oh, I'm almost having human to human interaction and conversation with this. And where we know this is going, where, where the heads of OpenAI have said this is going is, yeah, you need to know um, prompt engineering, which is, you know, how to write a good question, right? How to ask it. I learned question. about that about three days ago off a YouTube video. <laughs> yep, prompt engineering, right? And people yeah. were already speculating that it was going to be the next big, um, you know, job to have. Open yeah. if you listen to the guy that runs open I don't know his name off the top of my head, but the CEO, he was like, I mean, yeah, but really pretty soon you won't need that. You'll just ask and speak naturally to yeah. your problem and get a very real answer. I think much like we get out of an echo, right? Or something mm -hmm. like that, where it's like, Hey, you know, what's the weather? And oh, okay, this is the weather. And like, but but the difference is very quickly this will be baked into our houses and our day-to-day -day lives, where we'll yeah. be having long form back and forth conversations, not not a one-off question answer but long form conversations where we're we're saying well that's interesting well what about this well this is what this is well can other people do that and see now you can take that on and on and and it, to take it back all the way back to chat gpt that's where i think the secret is to chat gpt it's not one off question answer because like mm -hmm. yeah it's cool that i can ask um you know can penguins fly and i can get an answer right that's yeah. fine um but what's more important to me, especially as a copywriter, somebody that does this is having these communications. And the, mm. what I realized was how quickly this could enhance and give superpowers to people who were maybe okay copywriters, maybe were yeah. introverts, maybe weren't particularly great at having, uh, you know, communications or whatever. And this was going to be a superpower for them. Yeah, so yeah definitely. That's really where we started. And then I started mm. quickly, quickly talking about some of the tools I was learning about to sales teams. So ChatGPT, right. and then all the extensions like Merlin, and then mm. extensions uh, the other day, I was doing one about getting transcripts off of YouTube and then immediately mm. taking those transcripts and getting summaries. Um, yeah, wow. You know, you're, you're talking about orders of, of magnitude more efficient than what current sales teams are probably realizing they have. And that gets yeah. me excited. Um, yeah, definitely. Know, they're going to be able to do so much more, so much more efficiently, you know? Yeah, definitely. So let's, let's dive into a couple of those use cases. So you talk about chat, chat, GPT, Merlin, YouTube transcripts. So maybe from a sales perspective, like, could you give us a couple of examples of like just maybe two examples of just even, it even has to be even maybe seem basic to you on AI, but you know, for other people that have never used it, it could uh, be yeah. blow their mind. Cause I'm sure we could get really, really deep here as well. Yeah. Let's, let's get right into a really easy example. Like something somebody could do literally after listening to this podcast um, yeah. is a quick action item. Merlin would be a good example of that. So Merlin is nothing more than a um, extension that sits on Chrome and is used. We've got our whole team using that right now as well. <laughs> What's that? Oh, we've got our whole team using Merlin right now. It's insane. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm showing it to people literally daily yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. it's like that. And, you know, Merlin is just using ChatGPT, but it's bringing yeah. it up on the screen. And so one of the things I really love is the idea of these extensions, because what it allows for any salesperson to do is it's fine to have ChatGPT, but if it doesn't load and it's not, then it's not where you need it right now. And extensions yeah. bring the power of ChatGPT uh, or chat or GPT-3, if you will, the, the more mm -hmm. of the, the framework right where you need it. So there's extensions that bring it into your email. There's extensions that bring it, you know, like Merlin, where you can just, for me, I have it as control Z because I like to just do it with my left hand, but normally it's like control M and it pops right yeah. up. So here's a great yeah. use case that somebody can use right now. I teach everybody on how to use um, Sales Navigator more efficiently. So when I'm talking to sales teams, we're usually going in there, we're building lead lists. And then from those lead lists, you're, you're generating on the front page of Sales Navigator, you're generating essentially a feed. The reason I love that is because yeah. that's a purely curated feed 
for you. sales teams versus the free side of LinkedIn, which is all algorithm based, right? So yeah. maybe you will, maybe you won't see something you like. So then from there, I'm always training people like, look, you need to get in a rhythm of 15 to 30 minutes a day, getting in there and engaging with people and comments. But what typically- your, Meaning your ICP, getting in there with your yeah, ICP on that yeah, well, navigator hopefully feed. you put them on a lead list, right? You some, yeah. Through some process, you put them on a lead list and now they're filtering into your most recent um, posts from them. So you're literally seeing posts in a feed that's purely curated by your ICP, right? Whatever yeah. that is. So now they're coming up, but, but even that, like that's already brought it right to you, but that was still a challenge for people. And when you asked, why was that a challenge? It was because they were like, well, what do I write? I know I yeah. shouldn't write good, a hundred percent thumbs up, loved it, whatever. I know that's not a good enough comment, but yeah. what do I say? And that is where I believe ChatGPT or these other AI tools are Merlin. Merlin yeah. I've, are, I've seen Merlin itself. Cause then you can just go through. You know, you can highlight the the text itself. Yeah. You know, Control M, or if you change it to Control Z, or Command M, Command Z. If any sure. Apple, um, yeah. and then you can actually just type in what type of reply you want to give, and then yeah. it can just give an insightful reply. I've been using it to with our team getting them to ask a question at the end to yes, actually. That's what I was gonna say with a follow when you do that that command, can you give me a response to this post and include a follow up question? Crucial. Yes. Crucial. Yes. So what you're doing at that point is hopefully what it's giving back to you is something that's summarizing in some sense, like, oh, that was an that was an interesting story. I can't believe whatever. That's going to give you some sort of answer like that. What's crucial for the engagement on LinkedIn and just having conversations and generating new leads, new new connection requests, those kind of things without having to be salesy is to actually mm -hmm. have conversations. And we know the mm -hmm. gold is in the comments, right, mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. So now mm -hmm. you have this tool that makes it so much easier for salespeople in Merlin to create good quality answers. And I'm not suggesting, as you aren't either, to that everybody should be copy and pasting and being crazy like that. Watch what you're doing, read what you're doing, you know, make sure it works with the post. But if that inspires you to say a story or some some way that it worked for you, mm. you know, I was a firefighter, so I, I talk a mm. lot about being a firefighter. You owned a coffee shop, you know, and you were a lot to mm. expert. And like, that's amazing mm. to me that like, you had that whole yeah. thing going on. And so you can mm. talk about those experiences or what that really meant or whatever. Mm. Well, when people are able to interject their personal stories on top of something that's already been sort of pre laid out for them with yeah. a good follow up question, you've supercharged that comment. Yeah, exactly. I am for, I'm 100% for anybody using a tool like that. Yeah. I don't think it's cheating. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think if anything, it's allowing all of us to be the best version of ourselves. Yeah, I, I, I definitely get excited about that. Yeah, you can always and I think even from there, like we could take it, you could take it even further as well. Like, it doesn't even have, it has to, it can be a ghostwriter, realistically, yeah. like doing that as well. So that can supercharge you as like a CEO to be really present. But you can also I'm sure there's AI automation tools, which can actually, you can program them to actually do that thing. So theoretically, yeah. and maybe inauthentic as it is, I'm sure people are out there doing it. I'm sure people are building some tool that will go through, click on the view, highlight, we'll do the Merlin command. So it's always, it's that like balance yeah. between like, you know, I mean, the actual interaction. I mean, we already have that with something like Phantom Buster, right? Phantom Buster yeah. will do that. We'll, we'll scrape data. You know, it's not, it's frowned upon about LinkedIn, but it will scrape data. It'll pull in just that data with a couple of Zapier connections. You can automate 
the crap out of AI. I mean, you really can. And you have to say to yourself, like, but to what point? Like, we all see this mm-hmm. with emails, right? With, you know, email sequences. I can automate an email sequence down to 95% to where it's just yes. a name or whatever or whatever. And I can shoot them out at rapid fire speed and, and blast thousands of people yeah. and, I, and it doesn't take a whole lot of work on my side and you can, and you can use tools like reggie and humantic right you can use reggie to yeah. personalize it based on the persona yeah. and then i think it's got humantic built into it so you can actually personalize it based on their personality and yeah. personalize based off things off their linkedin at scale so <laughs> we're, I, mean, I guess sure. we are already doing that in email anyway I mean, that's, that's just kind of my point with all this. You know, when I see a lot of the, that we were talking before we started recording, you know, when I see a lot of people who are kind of pushing back uh, in our industry right now, and they're like, oh, you know, if you're using ChatGPT, Chat it'll, it'll never replace really good quality content. I'm like, nope, time out. You know, let's, let's not go down that road. Let's not shame other people for using new tools and getting excited about it. Yes, we're always going to have the bad actors out there who are going to just manipulate it they're going to automate it to such an extent mm. and they're going to blast people's dms but isn't that already happening it, it already happens now we already know that this is happening with email and stuff like that so why not use yeah. a tool that's going to superpower you so that yeah. you can go have really authentic questions with people yeah. because despite our best efforts right now you and i are having a very real conversation and i don't have some screen off to the side that's telling mm. me what i should say next to you We're, yeah. so we have to have this human interaction yeah but if chat gpt helped us get here and you were pitching mm. to me right now like am i mad about that no i'm not i, I think that's well this whole pod all the questions i ask in this podcast and the framework and even the idea was built off chat gpt off my creative thoughts so and being exactly completely transparent I, I used it to create we're at the format um, and yeah, how to do it. I even used it how to prospect guests. <laughs> I asked yeah. how to convince guests to go on the podcast and what would. Yeah, which is crazy. How would that um, be any different than you doing that by talking to somebody who already ran a podcast and them giving you 10 notes yes. or looking it up on Google or otherwise? You're just simply yeah. using it as a tool to make your yeah. life more efficient. Definitely. You might have read, so Merlin's one of those tools as well. There was another tool that I think you mentioned as well. Um, obviously, ChatGPT was one. What was the yeah. other tool that you mentioned that um, that you've been discovering as of late and using or sales teams could use? I want to say it's called uh, Grasp and Academy. I wish I I need to. We'll put it in the description. Things. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So it, one of the one of those tools. I have two of them for you. That one, another one called Tome or Tumi, depending on how yeah. you pronounce it. Because I still don't know. T O M E. And but let's talk about the first one. What I really love about it is it's like a two parter. The first thing it does, pretty simple, we already knew it was out there. Well, it will transcribe any uh, YouTube video for you as an example. Really? How does it do that exactly? How does it do it? I don't know. Magic? No, but I mean, like, how do you how do you operationally get it to transcribe it? So when you it's it just sits as an extension in Chrome. And when you're on literally any video on YouTube, it just comes up on the side. And it says, oh, wow. Um, Oh, wow. And so So does it do the whole thing for the whole video or does it do it as you're watching it? Nope, the whole thing immediately. An hour Holy long video, crap. An hour long video it'll do in like 10 seconds, the entire thing. And then what wow. you do is you use the, this uh, extension I'm talking about that integrates with ChatGPT. You press that, the like the open AI symbol essentially, it preloads it directly into ChatGPT for you, the entire transcript and says, give me a video summary for that. So you can take a hour long video by let's say somebody, wow. an ideal client for you, a prospect, somebody, some CFO that was on a podcast, you know, whatever, and it's on YouTube. And you can take that whole transcript, dumb it down into like, we're not dumb, distill it down yeah. into 10, 15, 20, um, you know, uh, points 
And then like the world's your oyster at that point, you can do whatever you want. You can go and, you know, ask for further clarification. We all know the different ways we can use ChatGPT from that point, but just to get that summary is really, really valuable. Um, Again, speed to inspiration is everything. So for somebody who's doing prospecting, who comes across this maybe on a LinkedIn and sees that this person has in fact been on YouTube, I think in the old way, it'd be like, well, I want to send them a quality email or DM or something like that, but I don't have time to watch this whole video. Yeah, well, now this gives wow. you the opportunity to really get the summary of this video and then use that to have discussions inside that yeah. DM or whatever. So that was so- huge. I remember when I was back at Clary, so what I did is I actually, I saw that one of my ICP, um, I can't remember where he was from, he was from a company called Deputy, and I was trying to prospect into him, and I saw he was on a podcast, so I listened to it, the whole podcast, and then I sent him an email, basically, so <laughs> I'm assuming there's probably a podcast one coming out, or what's a, what, and this gives me a lot of ideas based on, you know, you could ingest that and say, pull me the takeaways of insightful things that they said, and then send them and say, hey, heard on the podcast, Yada yada yada. You said this insightful thing. I think that would just be able to distill that. I think we can even pull this into. I'm sure there's another tool that you can use for this. But when people do company reports, so I think a lot of salespeople, or when they're doing enterprise sales, what they do is they actually read. I don't know whatever your US based reports are. That there's different names for them, right? But if there's an annual report, or bi monthly, or three month cash flow, or whatever it is, but you could probably just ingest the whole report and just say, for this persona and this person I'm reaching out to, what matters most to them now in the company. And then you just do that. Exactly. Like that's, I'm, I'm thinking about ideas right now. And I'm like, damn, we could use right, that like, using that. But that. I do this I'm, all the time. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about definitely after we finish recording about that. We'll put it in the description as well. But that YouTube one yeah. is insane. And I would say to, to follow up on the other types of transcripts, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, chat. Uh, so let me make sure I say this right. The GPT-3 Playground. Right, where yes. you can go in and you it's what ChatGPT is built off of for those yes. that may not know. It's called the playground and you can kind of go in there. You don't even really need a developer, but for instance, that's a great place to go in if I was trying to build out more customized responses. If my particular, yeah. um, if I owned a coffee shop, right? Just as an yeah. example, and I wanted more customized answers, what you could do in the playground is say, these are the types of answers. Here's, here's the question and this is how you would answer it. Here's the question. So you're actually training the model a little bit wow. um, in the playground and then you can get better answers. And if I'm not mistaken on there, there is a place to um, do transcripts and get like audio files and stuff like that. Wow. In which case it'll transcribe it for you. Okay, so, so chat GPT playground. Cause can you, cause one thing now about chat GPT, which I think a lot of people really find frustrating is like, when you go through one chat, like it, it remembers the previous chats, yeah. but you know how it is all of a sudden there's high demand and then you get the, the, the error, you got to start again. But if there's a way that you can build a base level of knowledge, can you do, are you saying you can do that in the chat GPT playground? Yeah, this, it's kind of what chat GPT is built off of. So wow. it's the GPT three architecture. Um, and I may, for, forgive me for anybody that knows way more about this. I'm probably using the wrong words, but that's the, that's the concept I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, it allows you to have a little bit more free form. You can, you can adjust the temperature of how, how specific you want the answers. So you have a little more control over the situation versus chat GPT yeah. is, is already, is already at that user level or whatever. So you can, mm. you can mess around with there a little bit. And yeah. um, I was going to say could... an idea to get inspiration as well. Yeah. It. Yeah. And then from there, cause I think the, the big, yeah, big thing holding back now is that stored information because like you want it to learn from past experiences. And I think that's what it does really, really well. But if you can ingest, you know, let's ingest past experiences in there and then things that you have tried and what haven't worked and you can just 
the more and more information that you yeah. can load into it because that's you're what we found. What was that? Yeah. What um, some prompt engineering? What you talk? It's kind of like prompt yeah. engineering on steroids, but like you don't have to think about the prompt then and there because the prompt's already stored. So you can then essentially just build on that knowledge base itself. Wow, that's super interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, look, we're we're not far off from essentially ingesting everything there is to know maybe about scale consulting or whatever, and then very quickly getting some detailed ideas that are almost like a proxy or a stand-in, uh, you know, like your fractional CMO, except it's AI. And what you've yeah. really done at that point is say, given all these other things that you need to know about my business that are maybe unique to it, where we are, how long, how far we are from maybe, you know, um, you know, expanding or growing, whatever the case may be, now act as a CMO with this knowledge, with this level wow. of knowledge, what would you say the next 10 things are that we should be focusing on yeah. if we're looking to double our revenue over so that, like, I definitely think, and by the way, I'm saying this out loud. I actually think this will also be something you will just naturally language. It'll be natural yeah. language. So it'll literally just be me talking into a prompt saying, this is what you need to know about my business. I started in 2010, you know, and then it's going to take in that information. It's going to build off of that. And then you're going to say, now you're, you're a CMO with 20 plus years experience. You're an expert in your field. You answer mm -hmm. questions such as this or this, and you're, you're giving more and more fuel to the ChatGPT model. And then you're asking for results back at it. And mm. we're already kind of there, but we know that uh, Ch uh, GPT-4 is coming out sometime this, um, I'm sorry, yeah, GPT-4 is coming out sometime this year. And yeah. they're already saying it's billions and billions of parameters or trillions of parameters or whatever it is. It is orders of magnitude better than what we're currently looking at. You yeah, think wow. about that, we're all kind of blown away with what we're looking at right now. This year, we're going to be blown away by the next thing this year yeah well, so that's insane it's amazing and i you know i didn't want to get off track you mentioned you said one more uh, app yeah. yeah because the other side of it is one of the things that a lot of salespeople have to do quickly is sometimes create a presentation you know it could be a pitch deck could be something on the fly that you have to do and so there's this website uh tome t-o-m-e yeah Tomy? i'm not sure um and yeah. what you can do there is basically use the same sort of architecture um, same sort of modeling and you can type in really like just a quick sentence and it will produce an eight nine page uh presentation for you wow that. it pulls cool. from dolly too and puts all the images in for you wow. it puts all the the um the text in there then you can go in and swap everything everything's drag and drop there's a record button in that app or in that uh that software you can do anything you want from the page wow. it's really really intuitive i think it's got a little bit farther to go um but it's in beta, to be fair with you. So I like I don't you know I'm not going to poke fingers at anybody because yeah. I think everything is really really new. Um, mm. So it's only going to get better, right? But I think I think, it, I think if you could even do. take it to the next level, right? Like let's say what you probably you, what you could do in the future is well, you probably do this now. I think operationally with different. I think AI stacking is another thing which a lot of people aren't thinking, like how to stack yeah, them onto right. each other. But even now, right, you can record all your all your interactions with your clients. So let's say you've had three meetings with them. You could potentially import the transcript from all of those, who they are, and say, this is the, the point that we're up to. Create a presentation with the intention to convince them about this because we need to design them by this date. You could, most like, you could probably do that right now. It's just so operationally how you're going to be able to do it. Because I think yeah. the, the big thing that a lot of people maybe aren't talking about thinking about as much as they're thinking about the AI tools as singular, but like we're internally, we're trying to stack them. 
So like yeah. we're trying to stack them on top of each other. And I've found when you actually stack them, it just creates like so much, it, like 10, it can 10x the efficiency or whatever you're trying to do. A hundred percent. And like we are saying, the integrations and connections between the Zapiers that take one thing from another, but that's not even really stacking, right? That's saying you talk to this one and take and pick yes. up the ball from here and go to the next. Yeah, so this is like connecting them all you're say. More of a mesh, yeah. right? Yes. Um, and you're absolutely right. When, when we start to see more of those, um, I, I think very, very quickly we're in the future of sales. We're looking at having conversations like you're talking about without lifting a finger, you're going to finish three or four intro calls from, you know, different people at the sales teams. You're going to get all their information. It's automatically all that transcript's going to get ingested. You're not going to have to go put it anywhere. You're just going to get the results of, you know, the, the top points from it. I think very quickly you're looking at entire sales playbooks, uh, creates, yes you know, off of this yeah. stuff and not just sales playbooks. Now let's interject something like a be human, right? With that type mm -hmm. of AI where it's not just that it's like, when you look at my playbooks, they're already multimedia. I already do mm -hmm. a lot of videos in the playbooks, but 90% mm -hmm. of that is already static. And then maybe the last 10% of that is customized. Well, mm -hmm. that last 10% is going to go away with mm -hmm. AI because mm -hmm. with like something like a be human, I'm going to be able to deliver to you in a day flat a fully operational go-to-market playbook that has customized videos where I'm saying your company's name, your your things, and I'm not going to have to record a lick of it. Yeah, it's insane. It. I, I was I was it's talking to, yeah, when I was, I was talking to Don, he's founded Be Human, um, mm -hmm. which was on podcast previous to this one, but um, it was crazy because we're thinking if you could mesh them together so they can create customized videos. But mm -hmm. what you can also do is you could input something like Humantic, which what that does is it then takes um, person's AI personality traits and, yeah. you know, and off LinkedIn. And you could actually send, like, let's say someone comes to a lead magnet on your website or a trigger, you could actually send them from the CEO, a custom video, tr like articulated for their personality type right to their yeah. email inbox. And like using yeah. out, out engagement tools, you can see how many times they clicked it, opened it, all that kind of stuff. You could even do it and you don't even need to do it. It can just be automatic which is just crazy. Like you can even do, you know, even with just script, right? It does, um, yep. it does actual, um, just audio itself. But I, I know Don was saying be humans looking to come out with something like that later this year, but mm -hmm. you could just have a VA who actually does it and types it and sends it as a voice note on LinkedIn, which is just out of this and, world. It's and out of this world. That, like we know how important it is like gifting, right? That's a big mm -hmm. thing right now. And yes. I mean, it kind of always has, but it's having its day right now. And you look at companies like Dang, I think it's called Thanks and a couple the of- The as well. Sendoso, I, I get stuff from my company through Sendoso all the time. You know, I, yeah. I'll have a, a, I had a hoodie on earlier that was a scaled hoodie yeah. <laughs> and that came from this Sendoso, you know, um, those things are really, really important. And I think you're very quickly looking at some AI integrations with tools like that, that are yes. um, more personalized to the personality and stuff where it's yeah. already maybe even pre-selecting the right type of gift to send them or a surprise yeah. and delight. I'm a huge fan of surprise and delight um, yeah. where it's not like you're not trying to win somebody over, but you're showing your appreciation for your work together. You know, mm -hmm. Hey, we've been working together as a consultant client now for six months. That means a lot to me. I wanted to send something to you, but where that's being done a little bit more automated. And again, yeah. I don't think we're saying, and I just want to be clear about this and no time am I saying to extract the human element, the personality of it. And I don't think we all want to talk and hear from uh, robots. It would not be, it would not be very memorable to me if it mm. was obvious that a robot, sort of speak, or an AI type personality sent me this gift. I think like that CEO mm. didn't lift a finger. But yeah. 
if the CEO is using a tool that helps them get 90% of the way there and automate, and then yeah. there's personality on top of it, I think that's mm -hmm. amazing. And I think mm -hmm. more of us would like to get a personal message from a CEO or somebody that says, hey, I really value our relationship. Yeah. And I think there's amazing things where this is going, yada, yada, yada. And so yeah. I think there's a lot there with gifting too, that like for AI, that's going to be amazing. And we're all going to yeah. benefit from that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. There's so many use cases, so much good stuff to pull out of this. Now it's just for people, it's operationalizing it. It's getting it operational and being creative. Um, I was going to, I wanted to ask, like, what are some of the misconceptions um, that sales leaders have about AI and AI tools? And also maybe a stack on top of that, you know, some of the mistakes they make in implementing the tools themselves that you've seen just from working with different salespeople and sales leaders. Yeah. So I'll start with the second one. Um, yep. you know, one of the mistakes I'm seeing you know, even early on is kind of just not layering some training, some basic, either whether yeah. it's prompt training and things like that. And just yeah. saying like, Hey, this, here's this amazing tool that I heard about, but not taking the extra step to say, let's put yeah. time on the calendar and really go through this together. Hey, let's make it, let's gamify it. Let's see mm -hmm. who can come up with the best answers with this prompt. Yes. Here's the problem. It's kind of like mini R and D. They need to be doing mini R and D. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how you learn, right? We all learn by by problem solving. Um, yeah. I taught for a company called Synthesis for a long time, and I dealt with kids from eight to fourteen. And all yeah. we did with them is teach them how to problem solve and fail and fail fast and fail forward, right? I mean, it's a simple yeah. concept that we all know, but it's important and vital. Um, that yeah. was a company that was started by Elon Musk at you know at uh, yeah, wow at um, uh, SpaceX, it was called Ad Astra at the time, and they broke it off okay. and it's more of a public company now called Synthesis. Yeah, but wow. that was the whole point. He's like, I can now teach calculus to sixth graders. Not a problem, yeah. we've gotten there. But what wow. I need are problem solvers. I need yeah. problem solvers in the world, not somebody who can regurgitate math. And oh, by the way, we have calculators, right? So we don't need yeah. to know all that the same way. And so yeah. now I look at, you know, these tools and what I'm seeing is the classic thing we see with any, not just sales teams, but any sort of leadership, which is here's this thing with no guidance, no, yeah. no structure around <laughs> it, you know, and I think that's an opportunity for consultants like we are, like what yeah. I do to come in and say, hey, I know you've heard about it, but like, let's actually put this in action and have some fun with it and learn together because when they're, when you're leading them right up to the point, but there are, they're able yeah to find the solution themselves without me giving it to them, it's memorable. If I just give you the answer, that's not memorable at all. No more than it was when I was dealing with the eight to 14 yeah. months. You had to allow them to have self-discovery. And yes. that's really, really important with something like a ChatGPT because, mm -hmm. or any AI tool, because just think of the same way that we all learn to use Chrome. Now my 12 year old daughter, or I'm sorry, Chrome, uh, Google, just searching. My yeah. 12 year old daughter or my 74 year old dad both have similar problems. My father's yeah. been out of the industry since about 2010, right? Yeah. He's retired, maybe a little bit later than that. But but at that point had risen, risen in the ranks at Delta Airlines and other places. And he had people to do, you know, other staff to do things for him. He wasn't having to yeah. necessarily get on Google to do anything, right? My daughter hasn't had enough experience with it. And in both cases, what you find are that they're on the fringes. They're not in the working uh, world right now. And yeah. so, my daughter needs help with doing basic searches on Google and she's learning through doing. So is mm -hmm. my dad, right? So how is AI and what we're doing and seeing with ChatGPT and these different things any different, which is we need to go explore. We need to be more kid-like. We need to have open eye mm -hmm. minds and just say, what else can I ask it? And if you can do that yeah. in a small cohort, I think you're gonna see a lot of success. So to get back mm -hmm. to that initial problem, 
It's mm. that I'm seeing it go. Somebody in the company has said, this is pretty cool. I saw somebody do this on LinkedIn and they're throwing it at their team. And of course the team's going like literally one more thing I need to learn now. I mean, if anything, yeah. salespeople are like, please, for the love of God, don't give me one more app thing, function, widget or whatever that I need to now yeah. know and be an expert in. So you have to come at it and say, no, no, let me show you how this makes your life easier. And then you have full buy-in. You know, so yeah. when I teach people about it, what I do is like, I come in with <laughs> like you're doing on this podcast. What can you do today? That's literally going to yeah. make your life better tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, you want it to be actionable and, think, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Cause even then, even Merlin, I think is a perfect example that just, just if you want to start anyone off this podcast, the LinkedIn commenting right is one thing, just start using it for your email replies, just yeah. open an email, use it to type out an email reply. And I think most people that have kind of jumped into it of, you know, have, they've been seen and they've embraced and they've used it and they've gotten that operational gain from it. Like the other day, you know, myself, my head of strategy and operations were coming up with the different reports we're building in HubSpot and we pretty much spent half an hour, put it, and then we just put it all in chat JPT and said, what do you think we're missing? And, and it just gave us these ideas of what we thought we were missing. And I was like, perfect. We've got, and is there anything else? And what should we add being, you know, we want six reports because for simplicity, yada, yada, yada. And it just gave us perfect. And I was like, wow, that just saved us so much time. We didn't have to build this report. We're probably going to miss anything or we will, but like, you know, it's just saved us a ton of time as well. Um, But I do agree with you that that mistake and the misperception that people have is I think they're just, they're just throwing them the tool and just saying, use it. But it's like any salesperson, right? Or any, anyone business, when you're just giving it another tool, you're like, oh, here we go. (laughs) How many are in a tech stack, right? You know, we, we go in as consultants sometimes and we see these tech stacks and there's been, I mean, you've seen it, right? thousands upon thousands of dollars spent per salesperson in a given month a month month, a lot of the time yeah and you say how much of this is actually being utilized on a day-to-day basis and you find out you go run the reports on utilization and they're in the dumps and you're like okay you have literally the world at your fingertips but you're not using it what's going on Any AI tool is going to be the same way. If you're not willing to go in there and show show somebody who's already very busy and has a lot going on how to get immediate value out of it and start yeah. basic, w- instead yeah. of trying to like you know um, rule the world with it, you know how about some just basic stuff? To your point, how can I use it in an email? Or to, what I like to do is finish my email. I'll start yes. it, and then I love to say finish like email. You kind of like you say, well, what out, what else would you add? But like. Um, finish this email, summarize the rest of it. And just to see mm. what it gives me as a wrap up. And I'm like, oh, that's really smart. That's a good way to say that. Mm. It's totally my work at the beginning. I'm just using the tool to help me quickly yeah. summarize and wrap it up and put a really professional you know, email out to somebody. And yeah. that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Makes a ton of sense. Look, I've had so much fun talking to you, Brian. I, like, I feel like I've learned so much and even <laughs> I'm gonna speak to you after this recording as well. Um, and we'll put the links in descriptions of those different tools so people can start using them yeah. as well. The final question I like to ask um, anyone is like, if you could go back in time and like, if you had to, you know, if you, if you're somebody right now, who's just discovering AI for the first time, um, and you could go back in time and you were them, like, where would you start and what would you start doing? Um, just so they can get, you know, the ease of adoption, all that kind of stuff we've been speaking about. I think what I would say is there's some, some pretty good resources that will give you inspiration, both on like the Dolly two, where it's the images, you know, we're talking yes. about images or mid journey. Um, people may know that name better. 
um, where you're getting these amazing prompts that are already baked out with examples. I mean, there's multiple, multiple websites that do this or GitHubs and things like that are, that are Reddit. We'll put a couple, I'll get a couple of links off you as well that we'll yeah. put in so we can get easy access. I have them on my other screen right now that I can share with Perfect. you um, that are like for mid-journey. And quite literally, it's just picture after picture after picture that says, this is what was inputted, this is what came out of it. Inputted, came out. And to me, that's like, that's reading a fast pass on you know, how to use a tool because I'm not, it's not being left up to me to try to figure out what kind of inputs I want to put in. Yes. And I'm going to learn the fastest by looking at what somebody else is doing and then saying, Oh, if I tweak this word, this word, and this word, what happens? Well, let's find yeah. out. But that's better than starting from a blank space. And I'll it's, just tell it's you. It's kind of like you'd, um, you'd probably yeah. suggest to your clients as well, you know, before you start posting in, on LinkedIn, just comment for like a month. That's what I've been telling our staff to do. And then similar, I think it's a similar, a good analogy to use. And, you know, and, and then you start realizing, oh, wow, I can actually do this. Sorry, I cut you, you know, off there. Most people, no, most people when they're writing, you know, writing a book will say, I'll, I'll write. I have to give myself the grace to know that if I'm writing a book, that the first hour is going to be shit. You know, like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that's not going to be usable content, but I have yeah. to give myself the grace to be bad for an hour yeah. so that yeah. I can unlock the good stuff. And so I yeah. think that's very much the same thing you're saying, you know, and all yeah. I was going to say was, um, because I think it's a great quote, uh, Sadish Nair, he's the uh, CEO of a company called ThoughtSpot. They're a yeah. uh, data analytics uh, company and they do amazing things. And I had a couple opportunities to interview him over the last few years mm -hmm. um, at different conferences and things like that. And um, I don't know if he said it in one of the interviews with me, but he definitely said it sort of publicly. And he said, you know, what we realized, by the, by the way, it was like they were trying to create the the YouTube of data analytics and yeah. where, where it was an internal thing. It had all your company's data, billions of rows, and you would just type in what you wanted and it would create the data, wow. uh, data visualizations, which it does. But he said something really, really interesting, which was they realized that one of the scariest things in the world was a blank, blinking, empty search bar. And yeah. I think that's so profound because mm -hmm. that truly is the case. And so what I would say is if I could go back I would try to, maybe they didn't exist, but now they do. I would say, get a couple of these different websites that are already showing you both the input and the output, because you will learn so much faster on yeah. how to do it yourself by learning by what other people are doing and directly being able to see what the result was. And then you can yeah. take that and very quickly manipulate that, alter that for your needs, and you're off to the races. If you are just going to, what I would say not to do is just to download or, you know, do an account for ChatGPT yeah. and just sit there and go, I don't know, uh, make me a rap that sounds like Eminem that's about sales. Yeah. Like, we all know we can do those things. <laughs> not, not super helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you look at some of the people's prompts and you're like, Oh my God, I didn't know you could put in prompts like that. Then now, now my inspiration, now my ideas are flowing and I can mm -hmm. go. So that would be my main, main takeaway. If I yeah. go back, I would get those resources and lean on them immediately. That's going to give that inspiration. Other people's work yeah. first, yeah. then yeah, start branching off and doing your own thing. And I think you'll be a lot happier. You won't be frustrated with it as much early on for sure. Now that makes a ton of sense. I think that's an yeah, extremely good idea. Definitely. And I think definitely people who, who can't, you know, they're trying to find their way through AI. I definitely think that's the best way to start. It's just going there and finding those examples, kind of like the commenting and the you know, LinkedIn comments as well. Look, thanks so yeah. much for coming on, Brian. It's, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, yeah, where, where can, first, last off, where can people find you and how can they get, get in contact with you? Yeah, no surprise. You can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm spending most of my time. 
Um, you know, I'm certainly in some other areas as well, but, uh, LinkedIn, you know, you can find me on there, search me up, uh, yeah. send me a, a request, tell me you, you heard me on here and, um, yeah. I'll be happy to, you know, connect with you and continue the conversation. Um, you know, got a 30 day, uh, plan or not 30 day, 30 day post, um, challenge, if you will, it's a challenge to myself, yeah. I guess, um, yeah. to talk about AI every single day, yeah. put out what I hope are quality comp, you know, uh, content yeah. where it's doing just what we're talking about today, which is just trying yeah. to inspire other people to go do amazing things. Yeah. And if somebody gets one good idea off of one thing I say, it's a success. I could care less about the views and all that stuff. Somebody yeah. is going to get inspired yeah. and go build an amazing business off of this. Thing. Yeah. And that's yeah, pretty cool. You know? Definitely. I think it's super cool. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to all of the 30. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be, they'll be all out so people can go back and binge watch all 30 days, uh, yeah, which would be awesome. Um, you can find all of them by going to hashtag AI brains and games. So you awesome. can go look for that or you just go, you'll see it on my post or whatever. But what's cool about that is if you put that in that hashtag, you're going to get a run on LinkedIn. Yeah, of just gotcha. posts. I'm only using them for these, which gives you a nice little curated feed and it should be one after the other after the Honestly, other. Honestly, that's something I've learned. I didn't know you could do that with hashtags. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I've learned something. I, I'll tell you, that's a, that's a little secret hack for anybody that's there. Yeah. Use hashtags not because you think it's already got a million followers. Use hashtags to group types of posts that you put out. Um, yeah. And it makes it really easy because then you can go to anybody you're talking to and be like, oh, I put out, I put out seven posts about that. They, I, they're, I all have this hashtag on them. Yeah, then that yeah, prospect yeah. or ideal client can immediately put that in and go yeah. see what you're talking about, but in a very truncated, curated way that doesn't require them to scroll back for days upon days. They're yeah, seeing cool. just the 10 that you wanted them to see, which is pretty powerful. Cool. That makes a ton of sense. Look, thanks so much, for Brian, for coming on. It was super cool to chat with you. Huh? Yeah. Thanks, Apes. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into that episode with Brian Masiro. I hope you enjoyed it because I definitely sure did. I took so much away from it. Just a couple of things. Look, we are actually looking for other guests. So if you know anyone, please feel free to DM me directly on LinkedIn. Also, if you like the podcast and wouldn't mind leaving us a review, a five stars and a potential comment would be awesome as well. Thanks so much and I'll catch you next time.